Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and live to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedonovanacupuncture.com. Hello, fried fans. Today, I am recording last minute, which I never do. I'm usually recorded a week or even a month in advance. But the combination of having taken some time off over the holidays and the shit show at the White House this week and a really big disturbance in my personal life means that I took a beat this week and didn't force myself to make an episode that I wasn't feeling or that I didn't feel was important. I'm also taking a beat to stop and just be with you here right now and to let you know that if productivity and functioning at a high level is not your focus right now, that's okay. And I am with you. Yesterday for dinner, I had ice cream and fudge-covered Oreos. I haven't had a fudge-covered Oreo in about 15 years. So that tells you (laughs) where things are for me right now. And You know, I don't plan on eating fudge-covered Oreos for the rest of my life now, but there are moments where allowing yourself to just be in the muck for a moment are necessary, and that was necessary for me this week. And so I wanted to take today, take this week, to allow everybody to be in the muck and to give you a tool to be ready for whatever is coming next for managing when the world has gone mad around you and you're just not sure what to do. And it might sound really contrite to suggest self-care above all else when the world has gone mad, 
but self-care is a rebellious and a political act. You cannot aim to fix injustices that you see if you haven't slept, eaten well, or taken a mental health day once in a while. This is especially true for everyone who is battling any combination, one or more, of the isms. Racism, sexism, ageism, homophobism. Add any other ism that you want. When the world is not a safe place for you, your body and your nervous system require that you take the time to restore in a place of your own creation that feels as safe as possible. This is not a take care of yourself because it's good for you. This is you have to separate yourself sometimes in order to rejuvenate because Your nervous system requires safety, a feeling of safety to function well. And if the world does not create that feeling of safety for you regularly, and for a lot of us it doesn't, then you need to create it for yourself in your own world. This is massively important. Massively, massively important. We've talked about racism quite a bit on the show. And if you are a black woman who listens to my show, you need extra time. If you happen to be a black queer woman that listens to my show, you need more time than the rest of us, which doesn't mean I'm a white woman myself. It doesn't mean white women that you don't deserve to take time. I'm just saying that when your body and your person is under siege, You need to take more time for yourself. Your nervous system requires it. It's necessary so that when it's time to face the world again, to fight, to break down barriers, to be yourself in a world that asks you not to be, you have the energy for it. Self-care in and of itself is an act of political power, right? This was popularized and brought to us thanks to the women of the Black Panther movement. So let us give a moment of thanks to them today. This week, I posted a meme on my socials that said every time a woman prioritizes herself, the patriarchy crumbles a little. And it got a lot of attention, and I meant it, but it should have read. Every time anyone who has ever been marginalized prioritizes themselves, the patriarchy crumbles a little. White supremacy crumbles a little. I'm asking you this week to prioritize yourself to put yourself first, to know that having feelings of safety and rest are important for your mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health. Not only do you deserve it, but you require it. It is not selfish. It is a necessity. And the basics of this type of care come down to first rest. Second, rebel. First, we rest. Second, we rebel. Pride fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. 
What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? CyFox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. The first step requires you to have some knowledge about how to regulate your nervous system. In order to feel safe, you have to create a feeling of safety. Don't worry, I've got you. I'm going to explain all of it. I know that they do not teach things like this at school just yet, but they should. And in some places it's starting. There are some meditation courses and things happening at school which are which are a good step forward. But regulation of the nervous system always starts with a feeling of safety. And creating that feeling of safety is an individual process. So I can't tell you exactly what you need to do today, but you need to start asking yourself the questions and giving yourself the permission to start feeling into your body. When do you feel safe, right? Do you need to grab a soft blanket? Do you need to make sure your doors are locked? Do you need to clean the kitchen, organize paperwork? Do you need to make your bed? What is it that needs to be in place in order for you to feel safe and release, right? In order to feel like you can let go. Right now, I'm home alone for a couple of weeks, and I'm in a home that we just bought. We've lived here for less than two months, so this isn't my safe place yet. I love this space, and my neighborhood is safe, and I don't feel like you know anything is necessarily going to happen to me, but I don't know the sounds here yet. I don't know what what safe is here yet. So in order to regulate my nervous system at the moment before I do any type of exercise that's going to bring me back into myself and allow me to rest and rejuvenate, I need to make sure all of my doors are locked. Not because I don't trust my neighbors, but because I don't want to have to think about the door that used to be in a hallway with other apartments that now points straight out onto the street. Right? I've lived in an apartment all of my adult life, and there is this extra layer of protection, and it doesn't matter whether it's actually a layer of protection or whether it's in my mind, but it felt like there was a layer of protection between my door and the front door, but now there's just a door that goes directly into my house, so there's the, there, where I'm missing this extra layer that I've had my whole life. So I have to make sure that the layer that I have is as secure as possible, Also, before, there was only ever one way to get into my apartment, and that was through the front of the apartment building, up an elevator, onto whatever floor I was living on in whatever apartment building in whatever city I was living in at the time, and then down a hallway to get to my door, right? Now there's three entrances into my house that all come pretty much straight from the street. So I have to take the time to go around and check that all of my things are locked in order to feel safe here, especially when I'm by myself. If my husband was home, that would be one thing, but he's not at the moment, so I have to take that extra step. 
the next thing that I need before I sit down to take care of my body and regulate my nervous system is making sure that all the big basic things are clean. So I don't feel as safe in this space just yet, right? This might not be true always in every space and it might not be true always in this space. But right now, I'm not feeling as safe when like my bed isn't made and there are dirty dishes on the countertops and based on this week, honestly, dirty dishes on the coffee table because that's where they were when I just put them away before I recorded this. I need to put all that stuff away, wipe down the counters, make my bed, do a quick vacuum of the floor. None of it has to be perfect. It just has to be done and settled so that when I lay down to take care of myself, it's not in the back of my head. The other thing that I needed today, and I don't always need this, but I needed today in order to feel like I was taking care of myself and that I'm safe is that I needed to be freshly showered. It made me feel like I was ready for rest and ready for action. So right now, like I could get a call from my husband. He might need something from me at any moment. So I feel like I need to be ready at all times. So I I won't be able to lay down and rest for the 10 minutes that it takes me to regulate my nervous system if I'm worried that he's going to need me and I'm not ready to help him, right? So there is a preparation ritual that goes with sort of just like washing yourself and prepping yourself for the day that right now is extremely important to me. And I'm not saying that these are the things that you need to do to prep yourself. I'm just giving examples so that you can sort of start to bounce ideas around your head. What are the things that you need to do and and have in place in order to feel safe? Will you feel safer if you light a candle? And it doesn't matter if it actually creates more safety in a logical way. Like this does not have to be a logical process. There's no logical reason why having dishes in the dishwasher instead of on the coffee table makes me feel safer, but it does. So I do it, right? So this is just giving you a chance to explore what things may or may not make you feel safer in your space. And then after you feel as safe as possible, once you make you know a few of these decisions, one of the best ways to regulate your nervous system, which after the year that we've had and in the world that we're living in right now, we should really be doing this on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, I mean as often as possible. Once a day would be ideal. If you do it once a week, that would be amazing. Even if you do it once a month, it's going to help. But some sort of regularity to the process is important. One of the best ways is to do a really short meditation called Yoga Nidra or the Western world has, you know, decided to call it a body scan. You don't have to worry about this being a meditation. You don't have to sit in lotus position. You don't have to sit with your legs crossed. It doesn't take very long. It's guided so you don't have to worry about where your thoughts are going to go or what's going to happen. It's also called sleeping yoga because you can do it in your bed, on your yoga mat, on your couch, anywhere you can lay down comfortably and feel safe. So for this meditation, you're going to be laying down. You might have experienced this before if you've taken a yoga class in a studio. I know I don't want to remind you that you used to be able to take yoga in studios, but you know, you you might have had this experience before. You know, at the end, when you're in Shavasana, which is also known as corpse pose, and the teacher tells you to relax the skin of your scalp and your eyes and your jaw, and as she's saying it or he's saying it, you start to feel this release and you're like, wow, that's really cool. You know, and it moves all the way down your body and it just feels like the best thing in the whole world. 
you might not have felt that in a class, even if you've been through that, because the class might have not felt safe for you. So if you've experienced a like a guided meditation during Shavasana, during a yoga class, and you weren't able to relax, please know that if you create an environment where you feel safe, the experience will be different. Okay, so throw that out there. So this is one of the very best ways to regulate your nervous system. So this week, instead of releasing just one episode, I'm releasing two episodes. This one to let you know that there is a tool that you can implement. And the next one right after this, giving you that actual tool. So I'm going to release a Yoga Nidra meditation with no introduction or interruption so that you can listen to it again and again and again without having to re-listen to or skip the introduction by fast forwarding and finding the right time on your podcast player. I want you to be able to access the meditation ASAP whenever you want it. So the next episode is going to be a short musical introduction, a guided meditation, and it's going to end. There will be nothing else involved in it. Um, And this is something that has previously only been accessible to my one-on-one coaching clients and my group coaching clients. Um, And I just don't think that First of all, you can get other versions of it on YouTube. So if you don't like this one, you can find one on YouTube that you like better, which is okay. Um, But I just don't think that there's any reason to hold this back. We need this right now. All of us need this right now. So step one, take 25, 30 minutes to think about what you can do with your surroundings to feel safer. Step two, listen to the next episode of Fried and give your nervous system what it needs. All the changes last year have not been integrated yet into our bodies and our minds and our nervous systems. And a lot of us are still sort of waiting for some sort of normal to come back. And it's not likely to happen that way. And in order for us to move forward and continue to experience whatever the heck is coming next, right, in order to feel safer in a place of uncertainty, Our nervous systems need to be rested and rejuvenated in order to have the ability to be flexible, to be flexagile. I was just going to say flexagile, to be flexible, agile, and ready. When that is true, everything is easier for us. It's a practice. It's a lifelong practice. But if the last year has taught us anything, it's that we never know what's about to happen. And making ourselves more comfortable in the now and in uncertainty is something that we all need to be striving for on a regular basis so that when life falls to shit, we can also fall to shit, but just for a moment. And then have the tools to recoup and get on with our desires to make change, seek justice, empower ourselves and each other, and be the changes that we want to see in the world. So this is a little bit of a long episode for Straight From Kate, um, but it was important to me to do it this way this week. So please do take a minute now before the next episode to give yourself the time to find what your what your safety measures are. You know, some people really need a very soft blanket. Some people need to close doors. Some people need to shut curtains. Some people need to open curtains. Some people need, it doesn't matter what it is. Just give yourself a moment to check in with your body. If I lay in this space, what thing will be bothering me? What thing will distract me? And then go fix that thing so that you can be less bothered and and less distracted. And then just go ahead and press play on the next episode. I'm going to... Um, just 
put it right up after this, so it should be easy to find. And um, yeah, I think it will be titled Meditation to Regulate Your Nervous System. So if you get lost along the way and you don't know which episode is next because you have a podcast player that doesn't list things in order, you can look it up by Meditation to Regulate the Nervous System and you will find it. All right. I'm sending you lots of love this week and always take care of yourselves. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan.